Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, while you remain standing, let's turn our attention to Romans chapter number 12. I'm going to read two verses in your hearing before you're seated. Romans chapter 12. Verse number one, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Would you clap your hands as you're seated right now? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's great to see everybody in God's house. And this wonderful new year. Praise God. Amen. I want to preach on the subject transformed. Transformed. Amen. You know, it's much easier to conform to something than to be transformed. Amen. You know, when I was a kid, we'd go to the little carnivals and stuff that came around uh, every year and, and uh, you know, uh, where you could go and, um, you know, give the money where all those things are rigged, you know, to try to get like, you know, little teddy bears or whatever. And, we, you know, trying to put the basketball that's actually bigger than the hoop, you know, and, but, you know, you don't know that. So it's never going to go in and and all that kind of stuff, you know, hit that, that that thing with the big hammer. So it goes up and, you know, it's all, you know, uh, the luck of the draw and whatever. But, you know, there was times where you could win even little live animals and stuff. I mean, I remember one time I won a little a little chick you know, a chicken. Amen. And also I won like those little lizards that, uh, they're not a true chameleon, like those really big chameleons that, with the eyes that go like this that you see, you know, on the animal shows, but they were like a little chameleon lizard that had a little thread tied around it, like leash around its neck and a safety pin. And they, you'd win that and it would, you could, they would pin it to your shirt. And it, if your shirt was green, it would turn green. If your shirt was red, it would turn red. If your shirt was yellow, it would turn yellow. Amen. Because it was conforming to its environment. Amen. And so what I'm talking about is he said, don't conform. Be not conformed to this world. We don't want to be like that little lizard. Amen. And just blending in to all of our surroundings and being Amen. What, uh, what, what's going on around us? Conformity is the status quo. It's going along to get along. And it's making, it's making maybe some changes in our lives. Uh, amen. But not changing the very heart and the very nature. Amen. Of our, our being in a foundational sense. Because religion will not transform us. Amen. Rituals will not transform us. And just following a bunch of rules and regulations will not transform us. Amen. Just join in a church. Amen. Some people just, uh, they, if they just go to a church, uh, amen, it, that doesn't transform you in and of itself. Amen. We must be born again. We must be transformed. 
Amen. And so the, my message for 2023, just like 2022 and all the years before, amen, Jesus said we must be born again. We must obey the gospel. Amen. There's a heaven to win and a hell to shun. And I want to win heaven, praise God. I want to win souls so that I can go and they can go. Amen. We're not talking about conformity. We're not. We're talking about transformed. Amen. We're not talking about just rehabilitating and reforming somebody. Amen. And that's good. There's a lot of good programs in this world that try to help people that get addicted on different things. Amen. But let me tell you something. Nothing will work. Amen. Until you're really, truly transformed by the power from above, from the power of Jesus Christ. So I can't just be a rehabilitated person. I must be a brand new person. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Amen. When we're in Christ, we become a new creature, a new creation. We're not just the old person that's been taught a few things, taught a few manners or whatever. Amen. Praise God, you can dress up a you can dress up a pig and uh, you know try to teach them how to eat with some forks and stuff, but still a pig. Amen. You gotta change the nature. We gotta change the nature, praise God. We need to be converted into what God wants us to be. Acts 3:19 said, Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come. From the presence of the Lord. See, it takes the blood of Jesus. It takes the name of Jesus. And it takes the Spirit of God to transform a person. Amen. And that's really what it was. We can't do it on our own. We can't try to, you know, educate ourselves into being transformed. We can't, uh, you know have enough money to to be transformed. We can't go through all kinds of etiquette classes and be transformed. We can't read all the self-help books in the world, how to win friends and influence people, how to do this and how to do that. That'll all help us and make us better people. Amen. But it won't make us transform people. Only the blood, only the name, only the spirit of Jesus will do that. Amen. 2023 is the year of the transformed. It's the year that we've got to walk in in, and have faith in the transformation power of Jesus and not on the things of men. Praise God. Salvation is transformation. Praise the Lord. Reformation is not transformation. Salvation is transformation. 1 Corinthians 6.11 said, And such were some of you. Amen. He was talking about all these things that, that we used to do before we came to God. Amen. And he, he, he said, so all of these things, he goes, people that engage in these things and people that live their life doing these things, amen, as part of their lives, he said, they will not inherit the kingdom of God if you read up from this verse. And then he ends it by saying, and such were some of you. Amen. I like that past tense. We were conformed. We were living in darkness. Amen. But now, praise God, the way we were is not the way we are and the way we're going to be tomorrow when we go to heaven with Jesus. 
and such were some of you, but you're washed. But you were sanctified, but you were justified by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a big difference between being conformed and being transformed. Amen. Conformed is to be like, to pattern after, to fashion oneself according to. He said, be not conformed to this world. You see, the world is moving its goalposts all the time. It's moving its, uh, its uh, you know, reasons for right and wrong and, and up and down and sideways and, and, and what is right and what, what's this and that, amen. They're, they're moving all of these things and morals are all personal choices now instead of set by a higher power, amen, like God, amen. So I don't want to be conformed to this world. The world's going in one direction and God is going in a completely different direction. I want to go in God's direction. Oh, hallelujah. I want to go in God's direction. Amen. Does that mean that, that we got to get out of this world? Well, we'll, not, we'll get out of here soon enough. Don't worry. Amen. But uh, Jesus said, we, you know, and, and Paul and several of the writers, we, we got to live in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. <laughs> Amen. Just like uh, the good example of that is you put a ship on the ocean. Amen. And the ship is on the ocean, but the ocean is not coming inside. Amen. If it's coming inside, then we got a big problem. Someone got to plug those holes. Amen. Uh, so because we got to keep the ocean out of the ship for the ship to be uh, seaworthy and to go. So we are like ships. We're on the gospel ship. Praise God. And we're in this ocean of this world. And we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen. But we're, we are loving the world as far as the people in the world. Amen. And we're loving their souls and we're showing them a better way, not looking down our nose, but amen, with concern and compassion. Amen. As God has done it for us, He wants to do it for everyone. So the Bible tells us not to be conformed to this world. 2 Corinthians 6 17, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Amen. And that's not a physical thing necessarily. Praise God. Like I just said, we can't, because even the Bible said you'd have to go, you know, live on the moon or something to totally get away from the world. Amen. So to come out from among them, be separate in your minds, be separate in your hearts. Be separate in your likes and dislikes. Amen. Come out and be separate. Jesus said we're not of this world. And the Bible tells us not to love the world. We're not talking about the physical world. We're talking about the attitude and the spirit of this world. God did not give us the spirit of the world. He said he gave us the Holy Ghost. Amen. And with that Holy Ghost, he said, you will be able to overcome the world. Amen. Amen. And he said that we are to shine bright for Jesus in this world. Philippians 2.15, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Amen. Now the word transform, it means to change, to transfigure, to convert. The Greek word for transform is metamorpho, amen, or metamorpho, where we get the word metamorphosis 
Praise God. And some of you who remember your science classes in school, amen, metamorphosis, amen, a couple examples of metamorphosis. Well, let me just tell you something. When I was, a, uh, when, when the kids were little, uh, you know, of course, when the kids are little, you're, you're watching what they're watching, you know, you're, you know, you, you want to watch that Shirley Temple? We've seen it like a hundred times. And I could just like quote it from the, you know, you want to watch that one again? Okay, let's, let's sit down and watch it again, you know, or whatever, or, or, you know, that, you know, that cartoon or, you know, cause that's what you do with kids. Amen. Praise God. And then listening to, you know, kids music. And, and I remember back when, you know, this was kind of before CDs. Okay. Everybody remember it was cassette tapes and and uh, when they were little, you know, cassette tapes were still going, amen. And there was a little cassette tape of Christian uh, kids' songs, uh, amen. And there was one called Bullfrogs and Butterflies. And we used to sit there, bullfrogs and butterflies and all that stuff, and it was fun, amen. And bullfrogs and butterflies, uh, you know, those are two of the things that are great examples of metamorphosis, to be transformed. You're, you're totally one thing at one time, and then when you get done with the transformation, you don't look anything like what you used to look like, what you used to act like. Amen. Because a bullfrog, a bullfrog starts at a, as a tadpole, amen, and it looks just like a little, you know, fish with kind of a, you know, a swollen head like it ran, it ran into the parked car or something. Amen. It doesn't have any legs, doesn't have, he just has a little, you know, tail and kind of a big head. Amen. But then some legs start sprouting out, and then that tail goes away, and then you have a bullfrog, and then when you look at the bullfrog, and then you look at the picture of what that tadpole was, amen, it doesn't look anything like it because it was a metamorphosis. It was a transformation, amen. And the same with the butterfly. It starts with the caterpillar. Or and then it, you know, or moths are the same thing. They start with a little grub, worm-looking thing. But uh, caterpillar starts out. It gets into a cocoon and it comes out looking nothing like a caterpillar. It looks totally different. It's a transformation. It's a metamorphosis. And when we, amen, were stuck in the miry clay of sin, we looked and we acted one way, amen. And then when we got on the other side of being born again of water and spirit, we got on the side of, of, of obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ, we totally looked different, amen. Just like that bullfrog and just like that butterfly, we look totally different because we were transformed. So do not be conformed, but be transformed. See, Jesus is not in the conforming business. He's in the transforming business. One great example of a transformation during the ministry of Jesus. Jesus and the guys were in the boat and they came to the shores of a place called Gadara. And a man met him, them. As soon as they stepped off the boat, there was a man that met Jesus and fell down and worshiped him. But the backstory on that man, we don't know when it all happened. But all we know is sometime it is past. Amen. He, maybe he was just an ordinary young man that had a family and and uh, growing up in the little village right there in Gadara. But we see him now as we come across him in the Scriptures. And the Bible said, 
in Mark chapter 5, verse 1, then there, they came to the other side of the sea to the country of the Gadarenes, and when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. Amen. Something terribly went wrong with this man sometime in his past, and he allowed an unclean spirit to come into his heart, into his soul, and, and take control. Amen. And then he, but you know what? Amen. I love that he was still able to come to Jesus. Amen. Because he knew that's my only hope. And I'm sure every doctor, I'm sure every every somebody that knew how to help people in situations tried to help this man. But we find that he has been ostracized. We find that he can't live with the rest of the people in town. He's living at the graveyard. Amen. He's howling at the moon like a wolf. Amen. They tried to even bind him and, and put him in prison. And he had like superhuman strength to break all of those chains and shackles. And so Jesus said, amen, Jesus knew what was going on. Jesus knew he had an unclean spirit inside of him, amen, a demonic spirit. And Jesus, uh, in Mark chapter 5, verse 9 said, then he, Jesus, asked him, what is your name? And he wasn't talking to the man, he was talking to the spirit. And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And so this spirit, amen, come to find out was really a pack of spirits, amen, a whole ball of them, amen, watered up inside this guy, amen, for we are many, amen. The word legion, when you think of a Roman legion, if you look up the definition, a Roman legion, it was typically a couple of thousand at least soldiers, amen. So this guy had a lot of trouble he got himself into. Amen. But he's standing and actually kneeling before the right one right now. What is your name? My name is Legion, for we are many. You know, reflexing his muscle or whatever. And then here's this one man, Jesus Christ, not even flinching. Amen. Praise God. And he said, you are done with this guy. You are coming out. Praise God. And he cast them out and they even begged him they knew they couldn't stay and they said they saw a herd of swine a herd of pigs feeding over there off the side amen and there was about they said about two thousand pigs in that herd and the and the, the demon said they asked permission can we go into the swine because i guess demons don't like to just to be out in the air i don't know what what's going on with that amen and jesus said yeah go ahead Amen. And so if it was just one demon, I think just one pig would have headed over the cliff. But all 2,000 of those pigs headed over the cliff once they left out of that man and went into the pigs. Amen. Let me tell you something. That guy was in a big trouble, but now he had his happy day. Now it was his day of transformation. He was conformed too long, and now he was going to be transformed. 
So let, let me tell you something, and let, let's, let's uh, have this in our heart to be able to tell anybody something. Anybody that tells you, I'm too far gone. Anybody that tells you, amen, nobody can help me. Anybody that tells you, this is too impossible. Let me tell you something. Amen. If 2,000 demons couldn't keep one man from coming to Jesus and worshiping him to get transformation, amen, I'm telling you, there ain't nothing that anybody has, amen, that God can't take care of. You just tell them, go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. Amen. For he that comes to me, I won't cast out. I'll help him. Go to Jesus. Amen. So then word gets out. First of all, 2,000 pigs are drowned. So somebody lost a big investment there. So that was a big problem. Amen. And. And so now everybody's a buzz, and you know word got back to the town. Now some of the townspeople are coming out, trying to check out what's going on, and they couldn't believe, Amen, what they saw when in Mark five fifteen when they came to Jesus, all these people to check all this, what was going on, and they saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. Amen. Wow, we couldn't do this. We couldn't help this guy. Amen. But here he is. He's got, he's got his clothes on. Amen. He's acting normal, not like an animal anymore. Amen. He's in his right mind, speaking clearly, praise God. And they were afraid. Amen. That's what Jesus will do. You talk about a transformation. Amen. They hardly recognize that guy. That transformation was huge. And of course, this guy of whom... He had just been delivered. He wanted to, can I go with you, Lord? I want to follow you like all these other guys are following you. Amen. But Jesus said this, and this is the other uh, version of it in Luke chapter 8, verse 38. He said, now the man of whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away saying, return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. Oh, wait a minute. I thought he told him to go tell what God had done. And he went and told him what Jesus had done. Oh, that must mean Jesus is God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is God. No, go back. Go back to your house. Go back to your family you haven't seen in a while since you've been all messed up in those graveyards. You go back and show the glory of God, the transformation power. Amen. There'd be no more powerful place for him to stay and to go back to his hometown and let all those people that wrote him off and said that he was a all too far gone. And now look at him. He's back and he's delivered for the transforming power of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. And just before I got in church, at the church that I was, was attending, amen, she was already there when I came to God. But Mary Long, who her and her husband Phil, they, uh, Phil was, uh, they, they were biker people. And he owned a, like a Harley repair shop and you know, they were all totally, you know, biker people and some rough customers. And she was too. Amen. And 
They said that she came to church and she would listen and she would do things, but she just had a hard look, a lot of sin in her life. And you could see it on her face. And she was just a hard lady, gone through some hard things. Praise God. And then one night she got the Holy Ghost. And the, the, the story goes that the next Sunday she came dressed differently she came, put her hair differently, and she came, most of all, with a shine on her face to, and a different look in her face uh, that everybody was going up and introducing themselves to this new first-time visitor who had not been a first-time visitor. She had been coming for a while, praise God. But God transformed her, and when she said, No, I'm Mary. I got the Holy Ghost last week. And they go, Man, we can't believe it. You don't look like Mary. You've been transformed. That's what I tell you. Transformed. Why should we settle for a little bit of conformity when we can get full transformation from God. He will transform our heart, our mind, our strength, our soul. Let's stand. When we allow Him to transform us, then we join the family of the transformed and we become a testimony to all who we come in contact with to show them what God can do to them and for them also. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the plan of salvation and the gospel message of Jesus Christ has not changed and it will not change. Amen. As long as I got the mic, I'm going to preach it the same way I've always preached it. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. This May, May of 2023, my family and I have, will have been at this church for 30 years. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank God for it. And for 30 years, I've preached that we must be born again. For 30 years, I've preached we must be born again of water and spirit if we are going to enter into the kingdom of God. And for 30 years, I preached that we must obey the gospel of Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, the resurrection. Amen. And that is fulfilled in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because transformation cannot be complete without the Holy Ghost baptism. The process starts at repentance, but it finishes. Amen. It really doesn't even finish. It's the beginning of our transformation at, 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 at the Holy Ghost baptism. Because then we're just a newborn baby in Christ. And then we have to grow. Amen. As a newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word and grow thereby. And then we grow and then we have the strong meat of the word and we become mature in the spirit. Praise God. So our transformation, it's really, we're still in the process until we get on the other side, until we get with him. That's when it'll stop. We won't be needing any more transformation. Praise God. But we need, first of all, to be born again to get going. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let's talk to the Lord right now. What an incredible message. 
thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.